Sex, love, and goop. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a very popular Netflix documentary going on right now that Gwyneth Paltrow has produced that's all about sexuality and finding your sexuality. It's been amazing so far. It is. We've only watched three episodes. Mm-hmm. Three. We've watched three episodes, and so far we are absolutely hooked. And it seems like a lot of people are absolutely hooked on this show as well. If you haven't already watched it, we highly recommend that you go check it out. It could be pretty revelationary for a lot of people. Just, just applaud. <laughs> round of applause. For... I got to put a round of applause button on this thing. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> round of applause to Gwyneth, though, for being able to put something together like that and also finding couples who were willing to let their sexual journey be put on Netflix. That's like huge. It takes a lot of guts to be able to do that. I know. So kudos to them. Some of the vulnerability that has been seen on the show so far. Yeah. On just amazing. Yeah. These people just have put themselves out there. It is scary as fuck. Mm hmm. It's amazing. They're literally doing one of the most uncomfortable things that any human being can do. Is being sexual on camera and for just owning Netflix it. and owning it. Absolutely. I mean, it must have been just scary as hell for them. But also probably extremely liberating. Yeah. Like I'm sure going through that, they probably felt so good about themselves after the fact, which I appreciate. But needless to say, you guys should definitely go check it out. And for today's Freaky Friday episode, we want to talk about one of the uh, coaches that... They have on this uh, show, her name is Jaya, and she has developed... She's pretty hot. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> pretty good looking, pretty good looking woman, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, some wife just put me on the spot, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but Jaya has developed a theory, as she calls, it's, it's, she calls it the sexual blueprint theory. And there's a quiz that you can take... to find out your sexual blueprint and we'll link her website in the show notes so go check that out if you're interested um but essentially there's five different sexual blueprints that everybody has or you know everybody's one of these five sexual blueprints and you don't have to just be one um apparently you can Mm -hmm. be a mix of a a one or two or three how much money was so there's two different options of the quiz you could take the free one which just is a couple quick questions to give you a baseline just give you one answer or you can spend 17 dollars for the in-depth quiz which is 22 questions long and gives you a full picture of your sexual blueprint based on the quiz that you take and your answers and responses to them how much money she's making right now oh thank god just people doing the oh yeah quiz absolutely that's probably why it's so cheap such because then once you get in everyone's like i want to take the course now i want to figure out how i can tap into this sexual archetype that i am and how do i utilize this in my relationship and how do i get my partner to understand that this is my blueprint and how to navigate this This is basically like um the love language for sex basically yeah this is a really good analogy to put it this is love languages for sex. So I'm, I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with the different love languages, but there are five. 
different love languages or oh, there's a handful of love, love languages i'm pretty pretty rusty on the actual the uh, one that's gifts i don't think it's yeah like there's one there's gifts there's acts of kindness accurate. there's uh quality time um i think there's words of affirmation is one of the love languages touch, touch. um which is mine and it makes total sense what my sexual uh, blueprint <laughs> is yeah a lot of sense so anyways this is this is very interesting stuff and today we just kind of wanted to just briefly um talk about the different erotic blueprints that you could be in this quiz but of course to know your own and i'm sure as we read these descriptions everyone's probably gonna be like that's definitely me that's definitely me but i will spoilers for those of you who haven't watched the documentary, but there is an individual in like the second episode, there's a guy who's working with Jaya and based on his quiz results, he was um, one of the archetypes, but turns out when he actually started practicing and got in the room and on the table and experimenting that another archetype showed up a whole lot more extremely than his original one. So and actually, it's this erotic blueprint number one, the energetic, which is what he found out that he was. Um, so the description for the energetic is aroused by space, anticipation, and tease. They are very sensitive and need time to assimilate to sexual touch. Too much too fast turns them off. If you enjoy a lot of foreplay and like to experiment with different toys, massage oils, and other props, you probably have the energetic blueprint and i think that one's super interesting i think as your partner i think you're definitely part of the energetic blueprint yeah. or you have some of that i know it wasn't your top when we took the yeah, quiz it probably would be but if we took the in-depth i'm the sure in-depth. it would be right there next to mm-hmm. the archetype that you were because you love to take things slow and the tease and the anticipation mm-hmm. and like you you love that shit and yeah. I love that you love that shit. It's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. Do you think you have some of the energetic? I mean, I, I think you would surprise yourself. I, I just don't think we've kind of maybe put enough of that in our repertoire to for no. you to know. Yeah. Which, I mean, probably a lot of people are in the same boat. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. just thinking about those things doesn't necessarily come naturally to our... Yeah. I think that I, I would. I think that I would enjoy... Some of like the teasing and the, you know, the anticipation and all that stuff. And I, yeah, because I do enjoy it when we, you know, have foreplay and take things slow. And it's more of just about exploring each other and mm-hmm. yeah, feeling I and touching and all that stuff. So, yeah, I would definitely say that I'm partly energetic, even though it's not my top one that I got when we took but the But I think what quiz. was interesting about the documentary was how she was... Um, displaying energetic was very like energy work because I I, yeah. I do Reiki and she yeah. was doing a lot of like o- off the body mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. like <coughs> the body reacting without touch. Yeah. And she's talking a lot about energetic orgasms when you don't really need any type of, it's just fully mental. Yeah. Which that was crazy to mm-hmm. watch that guy go through that experience. So he, so what Jaya did with this couple is he had both of them lay on the table and they were experimenting with like different, um, toys and different, uh, things to 
arouse different senses or have different sensations on the body and at first he was super apprehensive because he was like this looks real kinky i don't know if i'm down with all this but then as they're like experimenting on him and they're showing this like he completely got lost in the moment and basically had a full body orgasm and like he had goose pimples all over his body he started crying afterwards because mm-hmm. he didn't know that that was even possible for him yeah. and that must you know, have been a crazy I, I experience say, like i think um just they they picked very well like their couples i thought yeah i mean i just think so many men out there are just gonna be so inspired by this guy's vulnerability yeah I was. Yeah. I was sitting on the couch. My mouth was like dropped open just watching this guy go through this experience. And I was like, damn. Because guys don't do that. They don't open up. They don't allow for that. He even expressed that before he did. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, this isn't how I was really brought up to be or what felt like was acceptable for him Mm -hmm. to feel. Mm -hmm. And he just just did it. I mean, that's love, man. Yeah, absolutely. And kudos to that guy for being able to just in the moment be able to just let it go and not fight it and just let it happen. Because mm-hmm. that's, I'm sure a lot of guys would have completely fought against that sensation that he was going through. But that's the energetic blueprint. The second erotic blueprint is the sensual. And the description for the sensual is aroused by sensation touch sound taste smell etc they bring beauty comfort and whole body sensuality to a sexual encounter their biggest turn off is being stuck in their head and living in tension a sensual type needs to be relaxed to open to sexual connection and turn on if you need to create the right environment to be turned on and get excited when the right lighting music and smells are present this might be your blueprint this was your blueprint my love and i've i've known this for a long time without knowing that it really had a name but i know that you like everything to be right you like smells the sound everything has got to be clean and you got to be in the (laughs) i mean it but that's what works for you and that's okay that's nothing to be ashamed of but i thought what was funny when i um started to think about this more was that i think Every kind of like amazing sexual encounter I've ever had, I remember what like meal I yeah. had prior. Yeah, <laughs> food is a big one for yeah, you. I was like, oh yeah, like oh yeah, that one time that I came like five times, we had that amazing lobster bisque. It's not actually what we had. I'm just being stupid, more, but more like Chipotle. That, oh, that chipotle coming in clutch. <laughs> I'll just remember, like even if it's just something as yeah. small as like. I don't know, Applebee's or something. Oh, yeah, remember that night we went to Applebee's? What was it? Was like something totally random. Was it Chili's that we went to that one time? Yeah. It was Chili's. Yeah. yeah. It was a Valentine's Day, I think. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It, this was years and years and years ago. Years ago, I can tell you, you did not remember. The, you do not remember details like that. No, I don't remember the food we ate. I'm sorry. That's not. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just funny that. I can remember like always that's your connection that's your connection with your sexual side and that's part of it that's part of the sensual I mean it's one of your five senses so of course you remember because it's part of the full body experience for you and it left in a lasting impression right so that to me is part of the sex I think is is the 
and that's what sensual mm-hmm. is but is it's part of the process like to get there yeah and i'm sure a lot of people are like that yeah and it you know that's that's something that shouldn't be overlooked you know i think i think a lot of people would do well taking a critical look at their partner's needs and what really works for them and making an effort to actually do those things to make those experiences a lot more enjoyable right so the third blueprint is my blueprint is the sexual blueprint and the description for the sexual is aroused by the simple act of intercourse sex is fun and they use sex to relax those with this sexual style are ready to get down to business whenever there's time or a willing partner however (laughs) wow it makes me sound like a slut god damn (laughs) <laughs> any willing partner um <laughs> however they can get stuck in a limited view of sexuality and be and can be goal oriented um so this was the blueprint that i got after taking the, the quiz and i knew that i was going to get it <laughs> yeah. i know myself i'm i'm a simple man i see boobs and i get excited I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. and that's something that that jaya talked about in the netflix shows like this this was the um the blueprint of the guy who was on the table that found out that he was right. also an energetic. His original blueprint was the sexual. And it was all about just intercourse. Penetration is what gets us going. And just the just talking about it. Just you saying, hey, let's fuck. I'm like, oh, all right. What are we doing? Let's get after it. So we're a little simple-minded. And we <laughs> tend not to take time for the other blueprints who need a little bit more time getting into things or need things to be a little bit more sensual, a little bit more. And there was slow. another couple in the documentary too. The, the older couple. Well, yeah, I hate to say older, but they were, they, they were, were older their than everybody 60s. else. They were in their sixties. Yeah. yeah. So, but, um, the one, it, they were talking about it more so in like sexual desire, um, right. being not even in the one, you know, yeah, the guy wanted sex a lot more often. It seemed like he was a sexual. And he she was. was probably a sensual. Even honestly. in like after they had their first day with their coach, you know, the coach did a lot of work with the the woman in that couple and was a lot about taking things slow and getting in the mood and she had the guy like give her a full body massage but do it super slow and let all the parts of her body relax and wait till you see the physical signs of her body losing all that tension like jordan is like okay let's just get it yeah i'm like like, oh but but wait i know and (laughs) i i'm trying to do a better job at slowing down and being more intentional i mean there's there's got to be something also too like um you know, I, I can get to that place quickly if they're, if the rest of the day has gone well, sure. you know, like, or I, I guess, I don't know, like for me, I wouldn't be able to just like, if it's been like a really stressful day, like one of those people and just like come home and be like, oh, and use, use yeah. sex as like a stress relief. Like I just, yeah. I need, I need like just a little bit more components. Um, but yeah, the one couple was kind of yeah. like that. So it's interesting, our blueprints together and I'm sure a lot of other people deal with this as well Mm -hmm. but when when it works out it's never a bad idea right and i think that's this is why i think the second episode of this documentary series resonated with me as much because that guy had like i knew as soon as she said was talking about the sexual blueprint i was like that sounds like me 
that sounds like that sounds <laughs> yeah. like me um and so to see someone who quote unquote had my blueprint to be so apprehensive about getting on the table and experimenting with like chains and furry handcuffs and um like these little like wolverine claws that they were like using to go across his skin he and stuff so, like, he was whoa. so like <laughs> afraid of it he was like terrified and he was like i don't know what's going to happen to me on this table like i don't and i know that that apprehension can cause people to be reserved and bottled up and to see him enjoy that experience of tapping into his energetic blueprint so much i was like oh my god i want to do that that looks fun and yeah like I don't know. That guy was just like losing all control of his body. His eyes were yeah, rolling was, in the back of his head. Just really cool to see. <laughs> there was this one moment when uh, Jaya would ask like, okay, on a scale of one to five, how good does that feel? A one being not good, a five he being like orgasmic. He was like, that's about a 47. I was like, oh shit, that's a 47. <laughs> I love that he said 47. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's like, like, where did that number As that uber orgasmic sensation right there. Like, let me just throw out. Jump directly like a very off the scale. specific number that's off the scale. That's about a 47. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It was just great to see that. Um, but yeah, that's the sexual. We're very goal oriented and it's not a bad thing. That's just what our blueprint is. And we need to be aware and cognizant of that when dealing with partners who might not share the same blueprint as us. The fourth blueprint is the kinky blueprint. And kinky is described as um, this type is aroused by the taboo but they oftentimes have deep shame about their taboo desires. And if they don't have a supportive partner who deeply listens to their needs, they can suppress their type and become distant or develop self-esteem issues. That one's deep. Yeah. That one's deep. I mean, probably both of us have a little bit of that too. A little bit. I mean, I think, I think everyone has a little bit of kinky in them. Mm -hmm. It's just how, how much kinky do you actually have? Mm -hmm. And how, willing is your partner to explore those kinks with you mm -hmm. you know everybody's everybody's got a kink and i i try to not kink shame you know anybody there's definitely some kinks out there that i would absolutely never try me personally but hey Example. man um so <laughs> i have <laughs> there's some people in my life some friends that i have that are very close to me who are men who are very much okay with being on the receiving end of getting their ass ate and for them that's they love that for me i'm like nah don't mm -mm. that's that's a no that's my that's my no-no zone can't can't touch down there um and so for me personally it's just because i would never do that though like i'm not going to kink shame him or them just because they have enjoyed that in the past like good for you i'm happy that that experience was positive for you i don't think that experience would be positive for me I but that's okay in this context they like kink isn't just you know toys and stuff yeah it's different so would you say the ass eating is like a kink or is it a um a what's the word um like fetish I think fetish and kink are one and the same. Okay. I think they're just different words for the same thing, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so I think... 
because I think people think about kinky as like, oh, they like BDSM stuff. They mm-hmm. want to be tied up and mm-hmm. handcuffed and blindfolded. And yeah. I think those can be fetishes, but they're also kinks. You know, I think they're I think they're one and the same. Hmm. I think that's an interchangeable word, kink and fetish, personally. I think we'd have to fact check that. Maybe. Fake I could news. be very wrong. I'm just kidding. <gasps> I'm just How kidding. dare you? <laughs> I don't think I'm fake news. I'm kidding. I don't want to look it up. Now you got me out here. Um, well, you know, who's who, we, we just got to be politically correct here. I don't know. Is it is it a politically incorrect to say that a kink is a fetish? I'm not saying it's politically incorrect. I'm just saying, mm. you know, let's just be factual here. Oh, they're not the same. So a kink is something that arouses us that is not considered the sexual norm. A fetish is a sexual act or an object that is nearly always necessary for the person to become aroused and enjoy sex. So they are completely opposite. So even, in fact, you saying that the ass-eating was a fetish is not accurate either. That's not accurate. Yeah. So... Yeah, ass-eating is more of a kink than a fetish because it's, well, ass-eating for men to receive that is a kink because that's not part of, that's not considered a sexual norm. It's taboo. It's taboo. Got it. So that is the kink. And a fetish, they they explicitly said it would be needed. Yeah, is nearly always necessary for the person to become aroused and enjoy sex. So say some people who, you know, like women who like their, like, big toe would be sucked or something yeah i mean i wouldn't say like i need that every time mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. do i enjoy it yes so, so it's a kink it's a kink but yeah. it's not a fetish exactly a fetish would be like someone who's developed a severe porn addiction oh and they need to watch porn or consume it in order to get aroused for their partner that's a fetish that's an addiction as well yes so or like say someone who's super deep into like role play and they can't get aroused unless they're portraying a different persona or they're acting in a role. I'd say that's a fetish. If it but it turns into a kink if it doesn't isn't needed. Yeah, it's a kink if it's just like, ooh, let's do this one time because it sounds like fun. It's a fetish if it's like, nah, bitch, I need you to be the robber and I'm gonna be the cop. Like <laughs> needs this to needs to I need to I need this for my for my Johnson to stand up. <laughs> okay. Uh anyways. So yeah, that's the kinky. Um don't be afraid of the taboo. It's okay. As long as they don't need it to get going. It's just a kink. It's not a fetish. So lesson of the day right there for this Friday. Um, And the fifth erotic blueprint, which is one that we didn't even realize was a thing until just now, is the shapeshifter. And the shapeshifter is someone who is aroused by all of the above. So all of the four previously mentioned uh, blueprints. Um, they're endlessly creative, but need a partner who is also equally adventurous. Sometimes they shift to be what others want them to be instead of owning their own sexuality needs and desires. Shapeshifter types often have to make time to reconnect with themselves so they can be more authentic and vocal in their sexual preferences. That's fantastic. Shout out to the shapeshifters out there. If you are one of them who can 
get into all of the other four blueprints, the energetic, sensual, sexual, and kinky. That's, I think that's great. But also be cognizant of what your needs are because it sounds like shapeshifters are pleasers. They're givers. Mm-hmm. Sounds like those are the people who just love to see their partner I, I, have pleasure. I'm sorry, but all I can think about is is Sam from True Blood right now. Oh, we're throwing it back to True Blood. <laughs> Dang. Shout out to anybody who's watched or enjoys the show <laughs> True Blood from like 10 years ago. Which one? She Sam was, was so Sam was the literal shapeshifter on one the show. Yeah. Givers. And he was very much a giver. For yeah, sure. Yeah, he was. He was. So he was a shapeshifter in the literal and the sexual blueprint <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all shapeshifters are actually shapeshifters. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, shapeshifters are actually shapeshifters. Um, but yeah. By so, the way, that, that show was also... Since I'm essential, like any time that I ever wanted to watch that show, it like I associated with like I I'm getting it on after this mm. or during like I don't know. It's just mm. that type that of show. show just got it going for you, huh? I guess so. I mean, but like same with everything. I mean, it's the sight thing. It's just like you know the show, yeah, the food. It the ignited person, your visual food. sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I respect that. And then if you get some chilies delicious yeah. food while you're watching true blood i mean let's not do chilies no i just chili just reconnecting with the story good, that we had yes yeah, true <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah so the shapeshifters are those who enjoy giving and are endlessly creative but make sure that you're in tune with yourself and make sure that you're needs and desires are also being met to avoid falling into that give 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 and don't receive cycle that could be very vicious and can lead to resentment in your partner if you don't communicate the fact that you feel like your needs are not being met as equally as theirs are Mm. so that's just my little just the just communication yeah communication is key in all things sexual Mm -hmm. so definitely communicate yeah everything for sure so those are the five erotic blueprints. If you want to learn more, again, we'll link uh, Jaya's website in the show notes below. And you can check out the Sex, Love, and Goop um, mini documentary series on Netflix currently out now. Um, highly recommend, man. And if you're interested, you know, start looking into this stuff. Watch it with your partner. Start a conversation with them about, you know, what they think their sexual blueprint type is. What's something that they might be interested in exploring a little bit and hey man you never know it could rejuvenate a sex life that you thought was dead for you no sex life is dead you just need to communicate talk a little bit more figure each other out go back to the exploration stage everybody loves the honeymoon phase when you first get with someone because you're learning about them and you think you have them figured out but you really don't there's most likely a lot more to learn there always will be always always can't wait to learn more about you, baby. Same. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go be central with my wife now. <laughs> so, you guys have a great day, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>